if, if you guys haven't heard by now, yeah, this is the Nick Frazier podcast, and you're getting the best genuine content out there. Right, fellas? It's true. Agreed. And welcome back to another episode of the Nick Frazier podcast. And this is not like the normal podcast I do. Normally, I'm I'm giving out some good lines, some who's going to win this game, who's going to win that game. I got it. Uh, we have my boy Jar. Jar comes on the pod every now and then. He co-hosts. Okay, um, okay. You know, just every now and then. Got Trey on every now and then. Big Kev. But uh, people that don't know, this is Jeremy Darvin, former defensive tackle of Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, a part of their wonderful season this year. This guy played six years for the Hilltoppers, a well-seasoned vet, knows his football. I was fortunate enough to play with him in high school. And let's just say practice was fun for the most part. He didn't kill me. So, I mean, I'm still here, right? <laughs> you still standing? That's a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Hey man, thanks for having me, bro. I'm I'm truly honored, man. This is this is fun. Like this is love, bro. Hey, and all love. I I love it, man. I love it. Well, have you ever been on a podcast before? You ever done like interviews like this? Yeah, I would say. I mean, other than like after practice with you know Western and nothing outside of you know Western. So this is that's what I'm saying. This is my first one. This is dope, bro. Okay. So you have you watched any type of podcast like? you know, raw room or like, uh, I am athlete type deals. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. I definitely tune in. Uh, I am athlete, uh, as much as I can. Uh, what's another, I watched a few podcasts, but I am athlete is one of the ones I probably follow the most. Oh man. Well, Jerem, well, we're going to get on into it here. Um, I just want to just get, pick your mind about this. This is more the NFL draft series little I'm doing for my own brand and, I just wanted you to be number one on the list because it personally, it's a personal goal of mine to, you know, cover some friends that I've, you know, played with throughout the years and you being one of them, which is perfect. Oh man. So you came in as a three-star recruit coming into Western Kentucky. What, what kind of made you per, persuade the idea of going to Western, not staying in state or going maybe up North or way out West? Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was a, a question I got a lot. And one thing for me was, uh, Growing up, I really didn't have, honestly, I didn't have a, a college team per se. Like my, neither of my parents went to college. So I didn't have that already bought in, you know, fanship, the fandom of having a team and stuff like that. So when it was time to come pick, it was really easy for me because I didn't have any prior, you know, love for a team or anything like that. And um, another thing would I, that went into my commitment was being close to home. Uh I've uh, been a ho big home guy, big family guy. So um, my mom's been to every single one of my games since I was five. So, I mean, I didn't want to go too far where that would change. Um, and so I was thinking to maybe like the four hour range, anywhere within four hours or an opportunity in a state that was great. You know, Florida, Cali, you can't beat that. So <laughs> exactly. I didn't get any, I didn't get any offer from those states, but um no, for real though, uh, just I definitely want to stay close to my family and friends back at home so they can come see me play in person. So my first year up there, uh, I had redshirted that year, and with a lot of a lot of these young cats, because I'm the old head around the locker room now, apparently. But uh, <laughs> when I was a freshman, the rule was when you redshirted, you couldn't play one single snap. Like so, if you play one one snap, you could have did kickoff. Your redshirt was broken. 
And so that year was was very hard for me because, you know, you go from senior year high school, you're the guy, you're the big recruit, you're this, you're that. But then you got to start all back over again at a new place with better players around you and you're competing against even on your own team. And so um, I would say Ryan did a good job of that as well, preparing me because I didn't play. I didn't start varsity my sophomore year there. And a few people thought I should have, but. I, I didn't. That was the reality. The coaches did, didn't seem I was ready yet. And uh, I played, though, my sophomore year. But um, I think that kind of helped prepare me for that college level of getting there and have to sit down there and waiting that year uh, and just soaking it in and getting information from the other guys and just learning and just honestly just getting better with, with my technique. You know, mm-hmm. going up against, you know, Fromm's offense, uh, you know, just in scout team and stuff, did that really kind of mess with your brain a little bit, have to really strategize what to go through gap contained and stuff. Oh my. Yeah. So uh, I would say the biggest thing with college, especially our defense was gap sound, you know, being aligned, right. Executing right. Everything is right. Because if you do one simple mistake, you know, high school we and our division was pretty good. We had some, you know, some stellar athletes, but college is just the level is up a little bit more because you got your gap, but God can take it to the house 40. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I would I would constantly preach to any any kid going into college that scout team is going to de- determine how what type of player you are throughout your career. If I take these reps off, there's somebody else somewhere, you know, doing X, Y, Z and he maybe even doing extra. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've got to I've got to start, you know, I've got to start early on on my opponents because I'm not the biggest guy of them all, even though I'm very strong, I'm not the biggest, not the fastest, and I'm not the strongest at the end of the day. So I had to have and find some type of edge to keep me going and to keep me on my toes. And, and that's what it was. And, and, and I think it just comes from my whole career. I believe I've always been a good player, but I've been one of those good players that's, you know, kind of on the brink, like you play me and you're like, Oh snap, this guy's good, but not, not one of those. Oh my gosh, like that dude right there. And so I always wanted to be the best, though. And so right. that was able to just keep just keep me going and keep me focused. So carrying on to year four, we're getting there. We're almost at the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> a long, a long journey, huh? Yeah, man. I mean, you were you were playing college ball for a good bit. I, I mean, you got hurt. I, I mean, I know you got hurt this past season, but in previous seasons, you got hurt, right? Yeah. Year three. Uh, yeah. So um, let's see. So yeah, I had broke uh, broke my uh, fibula down at the bottom, and just a severe ankle sprain. And I ended up doing the same uh, surgery that Tua did that year. So mm-hmm. it wasn't nothing too crazy, but I guess it was. When you have the game taken from you, especially when you're so so passionate about it, and it's a lot of guys. I mean, if you're going to the collegiate level, you got to be right. So, mm-hmm. but you 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 take you know something that you've been doing your whole life, you know, almost as if I would say taking for granted because you just, you wake up every day and you do it, you do it until that day you wake up and you're like, I can't, I can't do it today. Cause I'm hurt or, you know, I got this going on or I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Then you, that's when you start to realize like, dang, like I miss it. Like, and so yes, like a lot of those guys, like I was fortunate enough not to have any major injuries as far as like ligaments and stuff. I mean, because no knee problems is, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Being in an offense in a team just like that, where you don't have to solely rely on your defense to really be 
the key factor of why your, uh, your, your guy's team needs to win every week, week in and week out. Yes, you need to bring your A-game performance every week, but you don't have to solely be out there majority of the possession, time of possession. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's good to be able to sit back and be like, oh, we have the offense that we can kind of rely on, like you were mentioning earlier. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, uh, it, was, it was kind of a, a different change for me because if you think about it, like you mentioned, the, the years, you know, prior to this year, we, we, my first year up here, we had success, but then you said we kind of dwindled a little bit. And so when the offense kind of dwindled a little bit, the defense stepped yeah. their game up. And so honestly, these last, the two to three years before this, I would say WKU was, if anything, more of a defensive school, like defense is, is the way we're going to win. I guess the best way to put it is now that you're healthy, now that the season has come to a close, you're kind of moving on to your next chapter. What, what have you done to make sure that you're the best Jeremy Darvin, the best product you can put for your pro day coming up? Bro. So, and, and that's the thing, like my main thing is like, <laughs> I love the game of football and I, I don't want it to end. I'll play till I'm 60 if I could, but obviously that's not realistic. But uh, I'm going to – I'm ensuring, like, whatever I can do to make sure that I'm ready. Like, that's a job interview for us, you know? Yeah. And that's the biggest one of my life. So – but you know what, Germ? This was awesome. Did you like it or what? No, I, no, this was definitely dope. Now, I definitely want to come back. You guys – just let me know, man. I'm tapping in regardless. We can talk ball. We can talk whatever, man. I, I love hey, this. Like, this next is time, I really enjoy right here. There's going to be more people on next time. You're going to have probably Jark on. Hey, he co-hosts this majority of the time. I'm that's, that's what I was saying, man. Let me get on here with Jark one time, too. I, that, I'll be. And I know you're pretty busy getting ready for the for your pro day. So after your pro day or when you got downtime, you text me and we'll, we'll get something going, okay? Okay, bet, bro, bet. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to the Nick Frazier podcast. Again, this is Jeremy Darwin, episode one of this NFP draft series. Uh, I wanted to start off with him because there's a lot of significance with it. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Jeremy, any last words? Man, hey, appreciate you for having me, Nick, man. And y'all keep tuning in, man. Yes, sir. Indeed. <laughs> you can find this on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. And you know what? If you want to know more about the Nick Frazier podcast in between episodes, you know where to go. Go to Instagram, type in the Nick Frazier podcast, click the follow button, share with a few friends and family, whatever, and uh, spread the word because this podcast is only going to grow from here on out. So again, thank you. Have a good one. Peace.